Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the No Scale Podcast. You know the drill, we're going to get right into it this time because I am excited. Today, my brutal co-hosts, we're starting right off with the fan favorite of Mayhem, DJ. What's up? Fraser. Hey, what's going on? Adrian. Hello. Brandon, you got to do better than these guys. Please help me out here. Sup, everyone. Oh, good enough. (laughs) 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 Maybe it's just me. I am very excited for today's uh, episode, folks. Because we have agreed to touch up on what can be a hot topic. And sold a hot topic, ironically. I don't know if you know this about us. We're all very passionate about rock, heavy metal, hardcore, all the genres that fall under these blankets. We love them, and we are jumping right into the chaos of what got us started, where we came from, and how we got to some seriously dark pits as far as genres go. (laughs) Boys... Let's get this shit started. I agree, and I think we should start out light. Brandon. Oh, uh, we're starting light. All right. <laughs> See what I mean about hot topic? I knew this was going to get aggressive fast. I mean, let's be honest. I listen to some of the things. Frazier's more on the uh, more mainstream side of things. Mikey, you listen to some questionable choices sometimes. DJ attacks. So I'd like baby to know more shirt. about Brandon. I listen to all of it. Guy at GameStop you know, likes my pants. I'm wearing Wings of Plague right now. Go! <laughs> Anyways, Brandon, I want to pick your brain. I don't know nothing about you. Well, uh, I guess I guess let's start with how I got into it. Um, my mother has always listened to rock. Like, we were talking way back, 70s, 80s, 90s, stuff like that. And growing up, I was always around it with her, but... I never really got into it until one day I was at a friend's house and he just asked me, Hey, do you know Linkin Park? I said, No, I never heard them before. He's like, Alright, I want to show you my favorite song by them, see what you think about them. And keep in mind, up until this point, I've listened to nothing but rap and hip hop. So, and this is my first time actually dipping into rock. He puts on Faint on the Meteora album. And Very I nice. instantly oh, fell in boom. love. Yeah. I fell in love right off the bat. And, and to this day, Linkin Park is still my, one of my all-time favorite bands. But Absolutely. it's that Meteora album that got me into it. And I haven't looked back since. And now I've gone from Linkin Park to, let's say, like Events Unfold would probably be my second biggest one, starting off with Good Nightmare. Choice. And... From then on, I've kind of just gradually went from, you know, your Christian rocks, your alternatives, your punks, like Green Day, all the way up to your metals, like Slipknot, and then going to heavy metals, all the way up to now, where I'm kind of getting into the death metal bit of it, slowly. Of course, starting off with Slaughter to Prevail, I'm absolutely in love with these guys. Alex Terrible man. is amazing. And name drop yes, to start off. Yeah, Alex <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> you gotta know the man before the band. I mean, come on, that man is insane. Honestly. <laughs> God. I feel so much happier after asking Brandon first because I know DJ's gonna piss me off. Oh, oh yeah, 100%. This is a good start. <laughs> oh, so, trigger warning, folks. There's gonna be some hot takes when we get to DJ. Oh, yes. I'm, uh, you know what? How about this? Fraser, how did you get into mm. it? Well, 
my it's sort of the same way you kind of did like my parents grew up very much around classic rock like acdc my dad's favorite band was like pink floyd and stuff like that and so i was i would start listening to more like the rock and the alternative stuff that was coming out um and i'd be hanging out with mikey and then he start mikey and adrian would start playing more of oh god what was it I'm pulling a blank on the name right now. Um, ah, ah, my brain just shut off. I'm so sorry. Listen to a lot. <laughs> it could be a yeah. lot of things if it's us. Like, yeah, <laughs> Come that's on. true. Yeah, but so it got to like it was like at first I thought it was like okay this seems a, it was a little bit like, um, not screamo but it started like getting really uh like they started like really screaming into the mic doing the pig squeals and whatnot. I was like oh okay. And then they took that was me probably to like, Adrian. That yeah, that had, yeah. that had to have been me. That had to have been me. What was it? Um, one of you guys took me to... Uh, oh. Oh, I, I remember. Name, Lost in the Static. I, I got it? That. Yeah. Oh. No. Oh. I was uh, high school days. Ian had started getting me to go to shows with him because I'd only been to like rock shows. I fell yeah. in love with it, and he's like, "Well, we gotta bring Frazier. So we took you to Board of Osiris for That's your right. first Board show. Of Osiris, I don't know why that slipped. Board Fuck. of Osiris upon a burning body after the burial in yeah, Bad Omens well, was where we with... took Frazier. Oh yes, that lined up. That was my first metal show. Here's the thing: our buddy Ian is like, what is he like six two six three? He's a big dude. He's like six three. Yeah, and he's like, what? What is he now? Like two soft. I always say he's bigger than he is because he's a big-ass ham. Yeah, but so so that makes you kind of like a target in the pit, right? I don't know that. I, this is my first metal show I've been to, completely oblivious to what's about to happen. All I see is some guy look at Ian. I feel Ian grab my arm and tug me, and the next thing I know, I'm being like whipped around. Ian's gone. This dude has speared, the, speared our buddy Ian into the pit and started one, and then I just start getting hit, and that's like, oh. I'm in a pit now, and I'm listening to some music that's just going crazy. Hell yeah, I'm down. Let's do it. Yeah, when it comes to fight or flight, Frazier's very fight. flight, I destroy like, this. Back, reevaluate real quick just to see if I can actually swing on this motherfucker. If not... Bullshit! Get yeah. into stories about shows later, and I got like three of you, motherfucker. Yeah, Frazier says he takes back a second to assess. No, he just gets in the hit stance and starts swinging. Like, let's be honest. This is the stance, Mickey. Dude, honestly. He pops out them elbows and he starts swinging. That's what you have to do sometimes in pits, though. It's like, Because some pits, they go from polite, ha-ha, we're having fun and we're shoving each other, and then we're going to run into a circle, to slam dancing really fast. Dude. Oh, okay. get worse gonna, than I gotta, that, I got one other thing on that one. I went to go see Ailstorm. So Mikey and Adrian wanted to go see yes. this one, but unfortunately the tickets uh, sold out for them before they could out. get it. I uh, had bought mine ahead of time, so I got it. I get there. There's a bunch of, you know, like a lot of people dressed in the pirate outfits and whatnot, but not really used to the pushing and pulling of like a, a pit. You know, like it's not like the, you know, the where you're like real moshing, but it's a push pit essentially. Mm-hmm. And yeah. there's these two people who, this boyfriend and girlfriend behind me, full like pirate uh, regalia and all that stuff, but they're like terrified because this pit's going on behind them. I'm just in freaking, you know, I'm in my metal, my metal outfit, fucking. Cargo shorts, fucking band tee, uh, some work boots that aren't steel toe because you know that's not allowed. And yeah, don't be that asshole. Depends on the show. Depends no, on PSA. Don't be that asshole. 
Yeah, yeah they're freaked guy. out. I grab them. I say, get in front of me real quick and watch this. And then look at me. And I just like lean forward and I just throw half the pit back by just throwing my body backwards. They freak out. They see me disappear into the pit, come back. And they're like, is that, is that normal? Oh yeah. No, that was easy. That was, that was, that was baby mode. And honestly. confirm. I've seen him shield all three people at once. It's fucking insane. <laughs> Frazier is not a smart man, but man, is he an ox. Like, let's be honest. <laughs> That's what the uh, it's like. Either the thing that I'm not smart. I was, obviously, you tell them my brain just shut off earlier, but I was trying to think of a brand name. It's fine. Yeah, it happens. What were you at, DJ? Because I was about to say that's the one thing with pits is like if you if you get even uh, half a second sense that you're not comfortable or you're not sure of what's going on, get to the side as quickly as possible because you do not want to be in the middle of what could potentially turn into a brawl. And that's the thing. We were at the edge of the pit. They were just freaked out because they had never been anywhere near any of that at all. Yeah. Especially on Alestorm show. I feel like if you're not an avid fan, you wouldn't really know that would happen at an Alestorm show. Fair. You probably heard Alestorm Mexico show. once. And you're just like, these guys are fun. Sorry, DJ. Yeah. didn't mean to step over you there. There you go. I was just going to say, especially at an Alestorm show where for the next hour and a half to two hours, everybody's a drunk pirate. Well, and here's the thing oh, too dude. is that what that can throw a lot of people off the Alestorm is that they put a they put a giant inflatable rubber duck on stage, so you don't <laughs> expect someone to come at you full fucking swing out of nowhere like two seconds into their second song. I would, because yeah, we be would, me. but people that are like seeing this for the first time, <laughs> being at like the Holy Diver, Mikey, like you, they if, wouldn't expect that. If I'm we doing would, if I'm doing shots and the song lyrics are Yoho Mexico. A couple of shots in a donkey down. show. <laughs> this, this shit's out the window already. Like there are no rules anymore. The MTV show. Survival of the fittest. You know what they say. <laughs> You're not metal unless you shove canned ham up your ass. Am I right? God, I wish <laughs> I got one of those shirts. I, I wish. Those uh, before we get too derailed, we still got to get to DJ. Yeah. Oh no. Yeah. This, yeah. This, this is where things get it, exciting, but... folks. All right. All right, give me the floor for a little bit. Uh, okay, so... Or is yours? As a Southern man growing up, I was basically banned from listening to anything that wasn't gospel music. That's all my mom would play. sex in the music. <laughs> That's, that, my mom was so against music in general that she would only play gospel, uh, gospel music or hip-hop that she approved of. And for some reason, she loved uh, the song... Uh, I forgot the guy's name, but he sings that song, Everybody in the Club Getting Tipsy. Jaquan. And she liked that song. But what got me onto rock music is like every morning when we were driving to school, she would always play uh, Pour Some Sugar on Me by Def Leppard. <laughs> okay. All That's right. a good choice. Interesting choice. Yeah. That, was yeah. the, that was the only rock song my mom has ever heard of. Ever fucking heard of. And... It wasn't until a, a few years later, not to put like a Debbie Downer on the story, but uh, I do come from divorced parents. I think my parents got divorced when I was really young, and it did bum me out a lot. And I sought solace in uh, in music. And for some reason, what stuck out to me was like some of these sad slash uh, like soft punk rock bands like Simple Plan, where it kind of sounded like they were they were singing about what I was feeling. Them, like uh, Simple Plan and Switchfoot. Oh my god! Uh, so you're saying yeah, that you went into Switchfoot. like a, so you went into like a slightly emo phase? Oh, dude, nine years old, I was already bummed the hell out. Pictures of DJ when he was younger, Brandon. Oh yeah, I, I, I <laughs> that, that man. 
That man went full like emo edgy like oh, edge yeah. lord. We, we have the picture. So seen Michael Bay trying to blow him up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but so I, I started listening to the, to, so, to soft rock, and then what picked it up is I I started getting into I started getting like really into Green Day, Good Charlotte, and Sum Forty One and Blink One Eighty Two because I was like this this still sounds like punk music but it's faster and I I want to like jump around to it. This is kind of cool. I love it. And I listened to nothing but punk rock for years, uh, to the point of like I'm listening to the Exploited, Sex Pistols, the Ramones, uh, Bad Religion. I, I loved the sound of all of it. But what got me onto heavy metal? I, I was hanging out. Uh, I was in. I want to say I was in eighth grade or possibly seventh grade. I'm hanging out with my uh, with my buddy Jason, and he puts on this CD, which looked a little weird to me. I didn't know what the hell it was. And the song that he put on, I was just headbanging to. And this song, it, <laughs> it was Toxicity by System of a Down. Oh, they're oh. so good to see live. One. System of a Down is my, is my top, is my, is in my top two favorite metal bands of all time. And from that moment on, when I heard System of a Down, I sought harder sounds. I loved the aggression. Oh, yeah. Uh, I loved the aggression, some of the music, and even with System of a Down, uh, some of the songs were still very passive. They weren't always just yelling and hard. And their music videos were were weird to say the least, but they were cool. And from Aerials there, that's like treasure. Dude, I don't know what you're talking about. Ariel's yeah, is yeah. Ariel's oh, is that's... next to Toxic. No, I'm sorry, next to, uh, to Chop Suey, Ariel's is the best song on that album. Oh shit! Oh, that's a hot oh. take. Some people might oh, fight you for oh, that. Here we go. Here we go. Tom Suey is the ancient text. It is the beginning is lore. <laughs> I don't even want to have this argument right now. Well, because I, I, I know see. we got the analysts. No, no, don't don't I get agree. me wrong. I know I know every single track on that album like uh like verbatim uh, by heart. But the mm. ones that stuck out to me were Chop Suey, Toxicity, and Aerials, and. To a degree, the song "Science" just because it was fun, and I heard it on uh, ATV after Fury Two. Oh, hell yeah! Throw back right, to I'm, the yeah. Yeah. I'm back. That's why I'm so good at Siege. I played that game. Exactly. <laughs> that shit transfers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then from there, I started like wanting to get into more and more like different different styles of metal. Like I had a couple of goth friends. They got me into they got me into black metal. So you're Demi Borgiers, Cradle of Filth, Behemoth. That I had a bunch of friends that were uh, the the straight edge kids yeah. that that dressed the way I do now, and they got me into they got me into hardcore. Oh, they me, yeah, they got me they got me into hardcore, and even then I'm I can't say I'm too big into hardcore, but I do listen to hardcore on occasion. But the I one do. oh Hatebreed, uh, Chromax, then um. And you hit me with good name. Damn, I can't even call DJ out. He yeah. hits me with the classic. Yeah, I, I so you can't even argue with that one. No, Talk. yeah, I, I'm I'm a Jamie Josta fanboy. I can't say shit, dude. These are facts. Still remember the first song I heard was uh was "Live for This" by Hatebreed, and I was hooked. Hmm. Hmm. Mm. Oh man, let's mm-hmm. not start a Hatebreed conversation because I'll be here all night. <laughs> Continue with what you're saying before I go off. And then the expansion more because I thought that that would I thought there was just metal, hardcore, and then um. And then fucking Def, uh, Def Leppard. I thought that was the uh, the only ounce of rock that I would ever get. <laughs> the fucking genre of Def Leppard. <laughs> Def Leppard. <laughs> it sticks in the same genre. I don't know. No, but then, <laughs> now, 
before I go like way too uh, like way too in depth about how I start uh, how I got into these three genres, my favorite genres to, of metal now are metalcore, thrash, and power metal. And uh, like with power metal, you can think you can think Guitar Hero three because that's when I discovered Dragon Force. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, metalcore, uh, I I was gifted for uh, for my fifteenth or sixteenth birthday the Fall of Ideal albums for All That Remains. Who did and, that? Uh, that's a good person. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good gift. God damn. Damn. Yeah. God damn. I'm jealous. That's uh, yeah, seriously. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> that's thrash metal. No, the thrash metal <laughs> because um, my buddy at a young age, he took me to a Slayer concert, and that Slayer was my very first concert. Whoa. So, oh, that's a hell of my first one. Into the deep yeah. end, my guy. I, seriously. You went to a concert where their opening visual is a wall of crosses flipping upside down and a 50-foot wall of fire shooting out. Yeah. Oh, by the way, I was just about to touch up on that. Funny you ask. Um, All these uh, albums that I had, I hid from my mother. I I had them hidden in various locations in my room in case my mom would randomly do her room checks to see if I had, like, you know, Playboy magazines or weed. Like the she did. the books. Like if she finds skills to engage, it's okay. I still have the All That Remains, and I still have the two System of a Down albums. I have some dummy CDs in there. Like I had, I still remember. I had Kill Switch Engage hidden in my, in the back of my sock drawer. I had Kill Switch isn't even bad though. I don't. But my Your mom hate, would disagree. I don't. My my mom yeah. hated the guitar music. Yeah. That would that sounded aggressive in the slightest, so I had to hide all these albums. Dude, a show her a clip of Howard Jones singing "Hallelujah." It would have blown her fucking mind. Honestly, (laughs) dude. Yep. Blew my mind. I'll say I'll say this much: when my mom did start accepting the fact that I'm gonna listen to rock music and there's not a damn thing you can do about it, she for Christmas decided to. She quote unquote uh, she gave me a hint. She was like, "I I got you a CD, and it's one of your rock CDs." I'm like, oh, okay, that's 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 fucking sick. Wait, at Christmas time, she hands me said CD that's wrapped up in Christmas wrap, and she was like, I think these guys go really hard. Okay, I unwrap it, and it's the from under the cork tree album from Fallout Boy. I want to talk shit. I had that album. <laughs> you know, for the time, that album. I love slept. Fallout Boy. But she, the funny thing for, that stuck out to me is she thought Fallout Boy was metal. No, yeah, she a lot. Okay, yeah, okay. Really a lot, a lot of people yeah. in the have that type of like mindset. Do think that Fall Out Boy is metal? A one hundred percent, dude. In that day and age, yeah. Brandon's on point. If if you had anything other than what was deemed like rated G, rated E for everybody kind of shit, you were dangerous. You were unreadable, and people were afraid of you. And Fall Out Boy, for whatever reason, fell into that category. Yeah, literally, especially those religious types, especially the old school religious types that are very, very into, like, the Lord have mercy on your soul. They're talking about drugs. (laughs) (laughs) They have sex in the music. I can't get that out of my head since DJ said that shit, like, three episodes ago. I'm sorry. (laughs) Uh, no, remember DJs like they put sex in the cartoons when we were talking about Sailor Moon. <laughs> yep. I just imagine his mom was talking like that. Sorry, mom, Mrs. DJ. I apologize. Yeah, my mom. She she thought anything and everything that I was listening to was trying to poison me, unless it came from the church or her directly after doing extensive quote unquote research. Uh, she 
uh, she was like, "You no, you can't do it. You can't do it." What was so, the research? What, what did she say? Or what did she oh, look up? Oh, here was here was her here was her research. She would uh, go to the music store and she would list. Uh, she would like pull up a random CD that looks, in my mom's terms, uh, this looks like some rock shit. She would uh, play it uh, like I want to say maybe a verse or two of one song, and then she would make an analysis of, nope, this is too aggressive, or yeah, this could work. Mm. That was it. Mm. That was it. I want to say that's a bad method, but if you listen to Cradle of Filth, you know two lines in if this is for you or not. <laughs> and, true. and luckily, she didn't. She didn't want to listen to like Cradle of Filth or anything. She picked up Fallout Boy, thought the artwork was cool, thought that I'd be interested in it because it was in the rock section. Listened to I want to say two or three verses of Dance Dance and was like, "Yeah, this is kind of fun." Yeah, Wait, of you're telling me you I didn't like Fallout Boy? It's not the fact that I don't like Fallout Boy. I know three songs. Yeah, I. Nothing against Fallout Boy. You, I, really? I know, I know. Grant the thought of where it feels like it sometimes. I know. Oh, yeah. Grant, okay. Grant the thought like of Dance Dance. Did they really uh, do more than one album? Like honestly, no, they did yes. two, and Reanimated was okay. Hmm. He doesn't like Fallout Boy. Knows both albums. <laughs> <laughs> mm. No. Uh, no, I'm talking. I was talking about Lincoln Park when he said uh, when he said Lincoln Park he oh. put out any other albums. Same like, person. With, like with Fallout Boy, I know oh. I know three songs. Points I was gonna make a crude joke, but I'm not oh, going whatever. to. But uh, I know I know three songs by Fallout Boy. They just never captivated my interest, especially since some of the punk rock I was listening to at the time, like the Exploited and Bad Religion, they went they went stupid fast. Oh yeah, and Rise Against. I listened to a shit ton of Rise Against. Rise Against oh, or the I Offspring. Love uh, I love Rise Oh, them. and the Offspring. Yeah, offspring so hard they got banned by Disney. That's true. That's <laughs> they talk about you know a lot of things. Adrian, who was the other band? Was it was it Cannibal Corpse? Uh, Dying Fetus. It was Dying Fetus. That's what it was. Nice. The only two bands banned by Disney. I wonder why they banned Dying Fetus. <laughs> Can't imagine. Can't imagine. Uh, I wonder why not Cradle of weird. Filth. They're biblical. Like, oh, damn. <laughs> They're biblical. <laughs> wow. We went there, folks. All right, so oh enough God. about me for now. Mikey. Oh, no. We've gotten here. We're um, entering the brothers. Yeah. Uh, yeah. All right, so we'll love the foundation. Uh, I'm going to give a quick shout-out to both of my parents. I want to thank them for giving me good exposure to music. Because they were literally both sides of the coins. Anybody who knows Trineer, Debbie Deb, that kind of shit, my mom grew, raised me on that stuff. And it was good music. It's still stuff I could listen to. And it probably paved the way for me getting into EDM and techno and things like that. Those were the early yeah. days of that style of music, Especially in my opinion. Especially Debbie Deb. As for this topic, that is all my dad. I am a son of a metalhead. Dad was there when the scene started. Him and his brother were absolute, absolute diehards back in the day. And the only thing I will ever be like kind of bummed that came from his relationship is that I was so much bigger than him when I grew up because he has original battle jackets of Judas Priest, iron yeah. range, loudness, but their two sizes too small for me because I'm a fat ass. Damn. <laughs> but with that being said, I was raised on Kiss. Iron Maiden. I got into a lot of alternative stuff like Fallout Boy and Linkin Park and things like that because I was young. They have to like be parents and raise me on what's appropriate. When I started getting older, it's like, hey, see, how do you like Iron Maiden? How do you like Judas Priest? How do you like um, uh, Loudness is a great example. 
a quick thing I just kind of want to share. Dad's all loudness when they were first getting started, like 40 years ago. I don't oh want to call him old. I'm, I'm eyeballing this because I'm not the biggest fan of him. I think that's an accurate number. They're coming to Sacramento, Ooh. a 20-minute drive from where we are, and I just got tickets for me and him to go see him together in a couple of months. I am Hell so yeah. goddamn excited about this. <laughs> and if you don't want to call a band old, just say they have a legacy, because legacy is a fancy way of saying you're fucking old. They've been touring longer than DJ's been alive. Let's just say that, folks. But um, as far as that goes... Damn, wait a minute, call Oh, damn. Wait a minute, call my age, jackass. <laughs> I'm sorry. Ed, I, it, mm, you know, we're going to get away from my thesis of why you didn't like uh, Fall Out Boy as much as you should have, but we're going to move on back We can touch that. back on that later. Yeah, I guess um, I'd to say about it, too, but let's talk about it later. I was very much raised on classic rock, and then when I started getting older, hey, how do you like metal? And then it just went from there. Like, my first concert, and I, it, it set the bar really high. My first concert it was Buck Cherry and Kiss, uh, one oh. of the anniversary tours. So oh. it was pyrotechnics, crazy stage effects. <laughs> Wait, what? No, I was about to say, you're lucky that second band saved you. I was about to say, you went to only see Buck Cherry. Maybe it's a hot take. Oh, I, I hate Buck Cherry. I felt so bad because I like Buck Cherry. I think it's great music, but the singer gets on stage and he's like, "Who wants an encore?" And he's just cheering, trying to hype everybody up. Whole stadium sold out. Not a single seat in house. Nobody even claps. Crickets. Ed silence. Absolute crickets. And he's fuck like, "All right, show. fuck you guys." And he gets off stage. <laughs> and the whole band's like, "I guess we're done playing," and they just leave. <laughs> Everybody in that stadium was there to see Kiss, and they didn't give a shit about Buck Cherry. It was yeah, just open. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, it sucks because I really like them, but it was like wild. It was such a wild experience for a first concert because they would pull out all the stops, crazy animatronics, all the pyrotechnics, Gene getting crazy and like flinging around a flaming sword. It was just a good show, oh. and <laughs> sort of snowballed from there. From the first time, my friend. Uh, Ian, we're gonna give Ian a lot of shoutouts because he is a yeah. true born metalhead. If it's heavy, dirty, filthy, he knows exactly what it is, and oh, he's the slam. one that really brought us into the scene. Yeah, no, no joke. He falls asleep to slam, folks. This is not the yeah. mindset oh of a normal God. person. <laughs> yeah, he's real the, shit. He's the epitome. He came out head banging. He literally did, dude. Yeah, uh, and it's crazy because his family is known for being like generally nuts. He normally. Mm-hmm. Bad ways. He was the one that was born so soft-hearted and so kind, but when it comes to music, he wants the blackest, most brutal things stretched out of Tartarus itself. <laughs> coffee, too. His coffee's the same taste. It's like, just coffee, want... too. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, dude, his coffee almost killed me one time. I'm not getting into that bullshit conversation. But, um, uh, he took me to Born of Osiris, I very quickly became a fan, and they played with Volumes, Era, Veil of Maya, and... Ooh, oh. What a good show. Oh, man, oh there was God. one more band on that lineup, and I feel terrible not knowing it because it was my first show. Uh, it'll probably come to me in a moment. But he took me to that show, and I fell in love with the scene. And I'm like, well, I need more of this. I need to know who these people are. Since then, I've seen Born of Osiris at least ten times. <laughs> no exaggeration. Nine. Nine's an actual count. Because there was one show I had tickets for, and it got canceled because of COVID. That would have been my number ten. 
And then it snowballed into, let's get Adrian in. Let's get Frazier in. Let's get our other friends who talk about being in a music in. And then they fell in love with it. And dude, we just grew from there. And we all found out what we liked and what we didn't like. And, oh, man, it, it's this is such a crazy community. You'll learn a lot about yourself. And you'll learn a lot about the people around you that you just didn't expect. Ian being a prime example. Yeah. Another follow-up to that is Siegeland here. Let's roll right into him because our stories are pretty entwined. Yeah, I guess they are, but at the same time, I'm very much, like I said, my explanation is very boring. Same thing, we grew up listening to a lot of stuff. Like, my most prevalent memories are, like, listening to Red Hot Chili Peppers, like, a lot. And I mean, a lot, a lot. Because it was just always on, it was a thing. And then eventually I would just grow up and grow older and Mikey would be listening to something. I'd be like, hey, what is that? Oh, that's Born to Osiris. Or, oh, that's, um system of a down or that's that and it just kept growing and growing eventually i'm like fuck i just kind of like this like it just stuck i don't really know what it was about it that it just really stuck and then eventually because i'm a lot younger than mikey by like a large margin but if i remember correctly it was volumes oceans in alaska uh born of osiris and fire from the gods eh, good lineup it was Damn. a very good line. The only part I wasn't happy about was Ocean's 8 Alaska, and that's only because I'm not a huge fan of them. Eh, I don't know too much about them. Oh. The few songs I have heard, it was like, it's, it's okay. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. For like... They, for they like didn't grab me. I like black metal yeah. as, like, as a minor genre. But I don't Same. know. Something about them just doesn't sit with me too much. I don't know. I don't know what it is about them. Yeah. Regardless, though, everyone else on that lineup fucking slapped. I don't even like volumes, but live, they're pretty good. I don't know how that. I don't. I will never understand how some bands do that. They're just better luck than they are in studio. Oh yeah, no. I got. I was able to convince Mikey that Starset was a decent band live. Yeah, but Starset the only thing they did against game. themselves is unplug their speakers. Oh, I know. Then they plugged it during the one song I really wanted to hear from too. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and then he, he was, <laughs> was his so own sad. like. Textbook. It, dude, that's hey, one thing. To them, they kept they kept going through that song. They were just like, "Hey, yeah, yo, sorry about that. We like we unplugged the last song. And we just didn't have the chance to reset it. We're doing it now." Yeah, give us a sec. What were you saying? That's one thing that I love about uh, slash hate about certain bands is like uh, like you you can have uh, like an okay album and live per, uh, performing that album uh, perform uh, just performing in general. Uh, Seeing a band live is fucking fantastic. Then I've then I've been to concerts where I should have never bought this ticket. You are so fucking boring. You are so boring and dull to see live. And I'm not expecting you know all the all the theatrics that like say the likes of Rob Zombie and Guar and Iron and Iron Maiden have put into some of their shows to make it like this one like this once in a lifetime experience, but. If you're just going to stand there in place and go from song to song to song, piss break, song to song to song, I could have done that at my house listening to your CD. Like, I've, Honestly, been, I've been to some yeah, terrible yeah. shows. Well, who's who's that, make Mikey, who's that guy we saw? Um, I, God, I can't remember who, what band, we, what the, who the headliner was, but the guy just wouldn't, uh, like, turn his mic up. He is legend. I, yes, thank you. Yeah. He is legend. You're welcome. Uh-huh, that was the one. 
I and it sucks because I I genuinely enjoy their music. Just live, they have a different style, and it's not to my ear or Frazier's. So I mean, do well from that. Yeah. Here's a good here's a good uh, topic slash segue. Um, what was everybody's favorite slash worst show or festival? You want to include festivals? Uh, favorite Guar worst Steel Panther. <laughs> that was so fast. I was about that to say so like, fast. I, I mean, I would like some context and detail, especially with Steel Panther. Their base is um, just it's retired. Guar, that's it. why they're my favorite. Uh, Steel Panther. That's why they're the worst. It's got some bangers. Do they? Glory hole. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. <laughs> All right. All right. That one deserved a drink. Yikes. <laughs> <laughs> no, but then that one song they have uh, "Eyes of a Panther" from uh, from Skate Three, which for the longest time, because I'm I'm stupid and deaf, I didn't think he was saying um, she's got the eyes of a panther. Brandon can uh, attest to this because we played Skate Three together. I uh, thought he said she's got the eyes of a blender. That's so fucking <sighs> funny. I, I have no words. <laughs> I, wonder, I have no words. I wonder more. And <laughs> every day, how you scored so high on the ASVAB. I really do. I'm good at technical stuff. I'm dumb at everything else. Dude, oh my I'm, god. I'm good at technical smart people stuff. Talking about anything else, I'm like, oh, dude, I'm I'm. Hey, we're doing medic. Yeah, I'm book smart. I'm book smart. When I get to my job, I know what I'm doing. But anything um, and everything else outside of work, I'm like, oh, I'm I'm getting angrier the more you talk. Someone say your best and worst show, please. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I hate to say it, but Brandon kind of doesn't have a say in this because nope. Brandon hasn't been to his first concert yet. No, I've been right. to a concert is this time. Kind of got ended early, and didn't, the experience wasn't all that great. All right, Frazier. Yeah, that'll happen sometimes. Frazier, with best and worst show, and uh, context why, not just because the band, uh, not just the band themselves. Okay, so the worst show I went to had nothing to do with the band's playing. Mikey knows this. Um, when I went to go see uh, a band, a little-known band that we're gonna uh, gonna shout out to later, and never, do they play more in the Bay Area? They were coming through SAC. So me, our buddy Ian, as usual, you know, we're giving him a ton of shout outs too, went to go see went to go see them because we made friends with them during another show, which actually is my favorite show when we saw Wage War. Oh, man. I was so sick. I had 130 degree fever that day and I had to go sleep in the shade and sweat it out so we can make that show. Yeah. Uh, What was it? It was um, it was at the Catalyst, right? Yeah, that was the catalyst. Fuck, man. You yeah. gave me chills. <laughs> yeah, so we you know, we get down there. We get down to the venue and whatnot, which is like in, uh, uh, was it Santa Cruz? Yeah, all the way yeah, down yeah. Santa Cruz. Yeah, so we're in Santa Cruz, out like out like on the coast and whatnot. And, you know, we're in there. The band that I uh, referenced, uh, Never, um, they were one of like the openers were there. So, you know, they started playing. I've really loved their music like like the sound and everything about it so we're in and then of course then let me just say this venue is like think of like a bar that's like a like one of those like long skinny bars that's just it's not wide it's just long there's three rows and then there's pit that's it it goes wall to wall it's tiny and once the, i never had stopped playing they actually were in the pit with us 
and moshing, and I and we ended up uh, kind of becoming friends, like through that through that uh, through that pit. They invited us to go, you know, see them when they came through Sacramento. So we had a, I had a blast at that one. We went to this one. There was someone said something really dumb leading into that, and I'm gonna I'm gonna basically just say it was something we told this person not to say, and he went out of his way to say it, thinking that we wanted him to say it. Yeah, I wanted that. Uh, Mikey knows the situation on this one. That's as far as I'm going to get into it. But I'm not chiming in because if I see that person in the in IRL, it's going to be an issue. On yeah, site. and yeah, <laughs> and site. the thing is, is like the show could have been good, but because he did that, which kind of upset one of the other people that was going with us, who we told we you know we told him not to say that around that person. So it kind of turned into like one of the worst shows. Like we saw and ever we talked to him a little bit, and then we left. And we didn't even see the headliners. And it was like, no joke, it was like a five-person pit. And me, Ian, and this other person were three of the pe- five people. Dude. Yeah. I would have KO'd him in the confusion, being like, oh, shit, I didn't see you in the crowd. I would have done. <laughs> Oddly enough, I dislocated Ian's, like, not, I don't know if it dislocated, but I popped it out of place, his elbow out of place during that pit, because, because that venue, the bad one that we were at, um... It was just like a run-down old building, essentially, called The Colony. Uh, basically, they just gutted everything. It's just walls. They put pallets for this wall cushioning. So when you get thrown into the wall, you're not going into the wall, into the building next to you. No, you're going into a pallet, a wooden pallet. And I went full force into him and basically popped his elbow out of place because he hit the pallet so hard. Mm-hmm. This is Ian? Yeah, this is the big guy. This is the big guy that got us into it. Uh, dude, he goes to sleep uh, listening to Brutal Slam. Trust me, that was a massage. Oh, oh yeah, no, he was like, hey, grab my arm real quick and just yank on it. Okay, why? And I heard that pop. I was like, yep. oh, shit. Yep. But yeah, that was, like I said, it's a little confusing. The really My favorite show was the Wage War one where we met the band that, we, that led to kind of like the worst show I've been to. And again, nothing with the bands was bad. Everything was good with them. It was the people I was with. Okay. All right, then, uh, hold on. Mikey, did we talk about yours? I, I totally spaced. No. Okay, no. Mikey. Favorite show, worst show, why? Uh, can I add a quick note to this? Yes. There's one There's one note we missed that the audience wouldn't know, but we would know. Ben's got tickets to a show, and if he goes, that'll be a first show. That'll be a first show of Legends right there. That will be hard to top. So, you know, everyone, but wish him the best. Hope it comes through. Oh yeah. Um, oh man, worst show. I t- I'm having a hard time with that one because I'm uh, I love going to metal shows. I love going to rock shows, techno, EDM. It whenever I go see live music, I have a great time. Same. I think the worst one, and I don't even. It wasn't even a bad time. It just was. Worst show by standard of like it wasn't on par with your other shows. It not necessarily saying it's a bad show, but it wasn't. Someone you were expecting? As, yeah, it, was, it wasn't as good as you were expecting. Never mind. Like I have like a, I, I'm, I'm going to throw this one out there for Uh-oh. the one friend who took me to the show. I'm sorry, but I got to shit on these guys. Okay. Um, It came to me in a flash of repressed memory. Our show <laughs> was a doom metal show oh. for five <laughs> unknown, unsigned, unheard of bands. 
normally i'm always down to give the undercard a shot that's actually how we discovered a never a legion prison bands like that that aren't like these huge names i love bands like that and a couple of them i've had the great pleasure meeting they're great people these bands are nuts man two hours late to start the show they showed up to the venue there's like 15 20 people in the crowd and the band start buying 22 ounce paps because they were two dollars oh oh yeah and they were they were (laughs) sloshed by the time they got on stage and it was a doom show so they weren't (laughs) i feel like such an asshole especially since i'm not a musician they weren't very good they were genuinely not good at whatever instrument they were playing the singer couldn't sing and I, i get doom's a very deep guttural style they weren't good at it. It was a terrible show, and it was started two and a half, two hours late, and then there was like a half an hour of delay overall because each band had issues setting up the electronics, things like that. Fuck, dude, that was like the worst five hours of my life, man. We left early. They went till like two in the morning with five bands starting at like seven o'clock. <laughs> um, that oh, was terrible. Man. And we showed up to support somebody we knew, and they that guy did great. I have no idea why he's playing with the band he is. He is way out of their league. But hot take aside, that was the worst show I'd ever been to. It was derailed all the hell. There was no talent there. And it was kind of like one of those guilt things. Do you stay to support your friend or do you leave early to like save yourself from the fucking aneurysm? Um That was kind of what, the, right? that, what I was talking about. That's kind of what the situation I was in, the worst show too. I, I, I would have KO'd that guy, and if he calls me out on it, I'll KO him tomorrow. I don't care. I'll still do it. <laughs> um, best show, man. That one's tough. I have so much fun when I go to them, and they're, some of them are better for different reasons. Uh, oh, How about we I'll, go for one that you have the, the more fondest memories of? Uh, do you mind if this one's a little lengthy? I'll try not to eat up too much time, but there's a little bit of context this one requires. But trust me, mine's going to be lengthy too, so take, take your time. Take your good. time. And action. <laughs> Sorry about that. I was having uh, difficulties there. Um, so, a little. this was a few years back. I went to a local festival called Aftershock. I've, I think a few of you guys have actually heard of it. Oh, yeah. yeah. This festival was a three-day show. Oh my god, was it fun. And I there was a few difficulties there and a few things I did feel bad for. Like, Adrian had to leave uh, Sunday because he had to work, couldn't get out of it. It happens. We're adults. We have things we got to take care of. Uh, my dad and my uncle. <laughs> my dad and my uncle had some health issues to deal with. And, you know, my dad's a good brother, man. If his brother needs something, he'll be the first person there to just boom on it. Yeah, dude. So, Fuck yeah. Uh, they had their t- so, and it wasn't even super bad. It was just you know, bad knees. What can you do? Life hits you. Uh, they were taking care of that. So it was me on the third day, after two just epic banger days where we saw everybody from uh, Shine Down to Guar. No exaggeration. Those were two of the big bands that were headlining those that. days. Yeah, Frazier was there for that one. We had a lot of friends there for that trip. Oh yeah, so. Uh, what really kind of made this one special to me is I called out two Hail Mary shots the morning of to my friends and asked them if they'd want to go to the show with us. One guy was in the middle of an obligated birthday country concert that they had taken their friend to. And I'm like, oh, dude, I apologize profusely. I'm so sorry to put you in this situation. 
I'll just take my tickets and leave. And he said, well, wait a minute. He was playing. And I told him it was System of a Down. (laughs) (laughs) And System of a Down was my headliner that day. Yeah, no shit. He left that girl on her birthday. Not his girlfriend or wife or anything. His fiance told him, Abe, your friends want to hang out with you. This is a very limited opportunity. Please go do that. So he slammed his beer, got a ride back to his house, and I picked him up like 30, 40 minutes before the con- <laughs> or before the festival started. And uh, my buddy, Jose, I love this guy to pieces. We don't see as much as we should see each other as much as we should, but when we do, man, we have so much fun to get together. Favorite band in the world, The System of a Down. And I did not know oh, yeah. who was headlining. Yeah, he had no idea. I just called him and he's like, dude, I'm kind of tight on money. I'm like, don't worry about it. I got you for food. I got you for drinks. If you want to party all day, let's do it. I just want you here to come have fun with us. He says, you know what? I can do that. Um, he was super adamant about paying me back. He's such a genuinely good guy. When we got to the gates and he saw the 50 foot banner that says system of a down headlining tonight. I thought he was going to pass out. This dude exploded, man. He was jumping yeah. all over the place, hugging oh, he, people. He came. He came a little bit. He, <laughs> he probably did, which makes that <laughs> hug like really weird in retrospect, but we're going to gloss over that. <laughs> <laughs> um, that three-day festival is probably one of my favorites of all time, man. We saw so many absolute bangers from fucking Action Bronson. In the system of a down. That's how much of a range we had at that festival. There was so yeah. many amazing bands. My friends were. We had a ton of people we hung out with that weekend because if I remember right, we had Thomas, Aaron, uh, Frazier. You were there. Yeah. Uh, fuck. Uh, Zeke even made it out for a day with uh, his brothers who were actually like friends with, or his brother-in-laws who were friends with some bands we knew. Dude, it was wild. It was an absolute amazing experience, and that was probably one of my favorite. Those last festivals of I all time. I have the picture of us just hanging on the um, fence for it wasn't it wasn't system, but it was one of the headliners that night. Oh, when that was um, Alice in Chains. We had yeah. there was so little room. We had to stand on a security gate and look over the VIP section. We were probably like five to five to eight feet off the ground over the fence. Six, yeah, six seven people just on this fence and it was swaying. Like when I take the picture, I look like I'm like it sort of looks like I'm trying to be badass. No, I'm like about to fall and I'm like I'm like holding my butt cheeks in right now. I'm like, "Oh, if I fall, I'm dead. I'm down. I'm out." <laughs> it's crazy that was... how fast that big spot filled up. Like even when we saw Shine Down, like the walkways turned into oh. sitting because it was full. Uh, taking that outside walk was a task and I, I well, because if my memory serves, aftershocks eight to ten thousand people deep, and when they do the big main stagers, everybody's there. It's just a yeah. sea of people. So we moshed in a sea of ten thousand people for System of a Down. Yeah, you know, I'm gonna go just see Godsmack. One <laughs> Pete on Tyler. Godsmack. Action Bronson 2019, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, he said that after. He's like, I'm not doing no motherfucking encore. I'm trying to see some motherfucking Godsmack. Godsmack. <laughs> and then he leaves. That. He just left. And I was just sitting on stage like, oh, yeah, I guess we ain't doing another encore. And Al leaves. <laughs> that was such a good... I'm so glad I got to see that. That was a good set. Sorry if that was a yeah, lengthy one. Like, that, that fucking story actually gets me, man. I have flashbacks. Nah, I'll I was just put it from this perspective. I had shown up that day late because I was actually, again, like we're adults. I was at work. I had gone off work and I was coming in and actually Walter just finished his uh, 
set and all i see because the way they have the uh venue set up is that you're in a park and there's like kind of like a river like a little like uh irrigation and river like stuff between it and the main road i'm coming over and all i see is just a cloud of smoke and i can just smell the, like the weed and everything like that i'm just like <laughs> even i missed it because i knew actually Frost was playing and i wanted to see it but i got off late all right now i guess it is my turn can't wait. Let's go. Yeah. Okay. So there's a there's a couple stories that I have to tell uh, for where for worst concert. Worst one I've been to, tech wise, nothing against the band. It would have to be when I went to go see this band called Fear Factory. They've been around for really? forever. Yeah. They they've been oh, they've been around bad. forever. I I believe like they were one of the inspirations that that made Slipknot. But now the band themselves, they were they were fantastic. It's just they had so many uh, technical issues. Uh, like all of a sudden, the uh, the bassist, nothing was coming out of him. Like he had no sound coming out of his uh, bass guitar at all. He had nothing. So it was just straight guitar and drums. And then when they managed to fix that, the singer's microphone gave out. And he's sitting there singing into this mic, and we're not hearing shit. We didn't hear anything, and they were trying to fix it, but it wasn't working. But again, as a showman, he has to keep playing and pretend. And the audio and sound guys are supposed to fix it. They didn't. Ooh. They did Yikes. not at all. And I'm like, okay, so... I can't hear you sing. Your bassist is having problems, and now your guitarist literally broke his E string from strumming too hard. <laughs> Sorry, didn't mean to be that loud. <laughs> he broke oh, the E. He broke the E string from strumming too hard. So now the remainder of all of his songs, uh, at least for the rest of that one, sounded off. And then when he went to get another guitar, he just grabbed one, and it was one that wasn't tuned correctly. And he played like that because he uh, he didn't have the time to tune it properly. You're you're doing a concert. All this shit should have been taken care of beforehand, and they didn't. So I felt bad. I'm like, dude, th these guys are are legends in the rock scene, and yeah, they are. This is this is going this is going to shit. The only I hate to say it, the only good thing that came out of this is I got to see Prong and their their bassist is the bassist for Static X. And uh, and the band that I was going to shout good. out that I was going to shout out later on called Silent Civilian. But other than that, I was like, okay, the the rest of the show was great, but the people that I came here to see, kind of kind of tough. And then performance wise, I think I'd have to say it was five finger. No, not was it is it's five finger death punch. It is five finger death punch because. Ivan Moody was hammered on stage, and at one point, he stops the show. He stops the show. Okay. Like also, he he starts like telling people like, "Stop! Fucking stop! Fuck! Cut it! Cut it!" And he go he leaves the stage. He leaves the stage. He comes back like ten minutes later, and he's holding a handle of Jim Beam. Oh no! This was Jesus. troubled, Ivan. Like, he's holding a handle of Jim Beam, and he just starts swigging it on stage. Like, just swigging it. He starts talking about, like, his uh, like like his problems and what he's going through. And it's not that I don't sympathize with the man. Trust me, I do. I, I absolutely sympathize with, uh, with what he's going through. 
but it, this this might be terrible to say, and if anything, audience, uh, blame me, don't blame anybody else. I understand you're going through something, but I paid money to see you put on a show. We uh, trust me. You want if you want to talk to me or all of us afterwards after the show is over. Trust me, all of us are more than happy to listen to you. More than happy. But right now, you're three songs in during a at a minimum hour and a half stage set. That's it. I'm yeah, sorry. I even I even really is something else sometimes. But dude, I'm happy he's yeah. got. Uh, I'm happy he's gotten sober. Like uh, he he's gotten sober and he's doing well for uh, for himself. But that show, I was like, dude, I you're having a breakdown. I'm here to see a concert. I I love you to pieces, but dude, you need to get it together. Unless you're about to refund my money, don't sit here and and yell and complain about how terrible things are when a lot of us we have had terrible uh, like terrible days and the only thing we were looking forward to was this concert now to flip the coin on a happier note my favorite concert it's actually a break time uh between the time i got to see lamb of god and and uh kill switch engage and opening for them was soil work and devil driver Ooh. Oh my Ooh. god, what Fair. a line. Damn, folks. Good. <laughs> Damn. Jesus, was that the four horsemen of the apocalypse? <laughs> <laughs> Shit, might as well be. <laughs> yeah, my, uh, my buddy got us uh, got us tickets and he said, Hey, do you uh, do you like Kill Switch Engage? Yes. Do you like uh, Devil Driver? Yes. Do you like Lamb of God? Yes. Okay, well I got us I got us seats. So we uh, we go to the venue and we're sitting down in our actual seats. There was a pit area, and then my buddy goes, "You down to do something stupid?" I'm young and in my teen years, so the answer is yes. So we go down to the lo- <laughs> we go down to the lower level, and we see the one security guard that's sta- uh, like that's the only person that's standing between where we are in our seats and going to the pit. And he goes, "You know what I'm thinking?" I'm like, "I mean, I'll follow your lead." <laughs> he he grabs my arm. And we walk towards where uh, there's like 10 feet between us and the security guard that's watching the floor. And he just, sh- like, all of a sudden lets go of me and he goes, follow me! And he deadbolt sprints forward, shoulder checks the guard to the floor, and runs into the crowd that's in there. And I'm like, oh shit, I, ca- I can't get left behind. I go to run too. The guard catches me by my ankle. I trip and fall. <laughs> and I just hammer fist his hand that's on my ankle, stand up, and I run... Uh, to the floor too. So I got to see, uh, I got I got to see the headlining bands directly in front, which I thought was sick. Especially especially with Lamb of God, there. I already said System of Down is is my top two, and uh, one of my top two, and Lamb of God is the other one. But Dude, my, those are two solid top twos. Right there. Let me just yeah, fanboy. They really I get, are. I want to talk about icons. Those are motherfucking icons right there. Then my second one I'd, I'd have to say is actually an Avenged Sevenfold show. Because, yeah, they had Saving Abel and Papa Roach opening, and then their co-headliner was Buck Cherry. And nothing against... <laughs> uh, Buck Cherry, oh, second on, time on, on the episode. Let's go, Harry. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I just had to point it out. Now, Saving Gable, they're all right. They got big. This is around the time when they made that song, Addicted, and it's apparently it's a song about sex. I haven't heard it yet. But uh, 
<laughs> they were all they were all right. Uh, Papa Roach is Papa Roach. I love Papa Roach. I think Papa Roach is sick. The fact that Jacoby Shaddix has managed to keep a career going from punk rock to metalcore this long is kind of tight. But I then, metalcore, but sure. You what? Nothing, nothing. <laughs> Let's not start this. Move along. Isn't that the droid you're looking for? For once, it's not me saying a hot take, so we're going to roll on past it. But then Buck yes. Cherry. The, one of the reasons why I hate Buck Cherry, other than the fact that I only know the one song that everybody knows, their lead singer, he's, <laughs> this is just me, this is my this is my hot take to anybody listening. I'm sorry, you're a Buck Cherry fan. He is such a pompous piece of shit. And he's full of himself. <laughs> he... He takes off his shirt to reveal he's coated in tattoos, and he's just like, this next song is dedicated to the girl that snorted a line of coke off of my hard dick. I'm like, dude, you actually care about her that much that you made a song? I doubt it. But okay, sure. Uh, and then uh, this next song is to the girl that ate out my ass while that girl snorted a line of coke off of my hard dick. We get it. You fuck. Cool. I don't give a shit. They got booed off stage. <laughs> they got booed so much that the lead singer just walked off and the rest of the band followed suit. As Buck Cherry do. Yep. And Nickelback, too. Yeah. Yep, that, too. Trust yeah. me, we don't yeah. need to talk about Nickelback because uh, I'm pretty sure we have the. Uh, we all have the same shared opinion of Nickelback. But then the headlining band was. Event Sevenfold. I love Event Sevenfold. I think they're great. This was around the time that they made their uh, self-titled album where they made and produced everything themselves, which I highly respect. And it was also, again, not to bring a downer to the situation, it was also going to be the last time I would see them live with The Rev. Oh. Oh, yeah. 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 Wow. So I will always hold that show near and dear to my heart because it, of how iconic it was here's a band that said we don't need music producers and mixers we can do it ourselves and I at least me personally I think that album is more than, in my opinion one of their best albums every single song is is fantastic my only problem with the Vince Sevenfold is I don't know what genre to class them in I cannot figure out what genre they are. Uh, they're Event Sevenfold. <laughs> yeah, that's the best way to <laughs> I think put that's it. That's fair. Yeah. <laughs> it's like you're they're not, Call of Duty metal. It's like you're not thrash, but you're <laughs> not metalcore, exactly but you're not it. power, and you're super scene, and you wear black, but you're not fucking. You're not black metal. What are you? I mean, you? you could throw them under new metal. See, when I picture new metal, I think of like the, these these rap core bands like fucking Head PE and Attila. I know, I said Attila, Adrian. Shh. It was me. No, it was me this time. Every no, time we think too. Adrian's going to say something, it's been me tonight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I also know Adrian just absolutely hates Attila. Don't like him. I like their mosh pits. I don't care for their music. I like their mosh pits. Like, their mosh pits are insane. School. I don't want to hear Attila ever again. Oh, did they? What, it can't like, be as bad as uh, the first concert I went to when asking out, when we walked out of asking Alexandria because we saw everyone else we wanted to see. <laughs> I would walked totally out do of that asking too. Alexandria. Yeah, one hundred percent. We never looked back. Yeah, <laughs> so did like half the venue. 
<laughs> yeah, genuinely <laughs> in San Francisco. Dude, it's so mm. kind of funny with asking Alexandria, their lead singer, Dan, uh, Danny Warsnop, he's a fucking country music singer outside of the band, even though he's British. Wait, what? It is yeah. one hell of a mix, yeah. <laughs> yeah, if, you know, when you get a chance, look look up the song Don't Overdrink It. It's Danny Warsnop. I think right now, sorry if you hear any clicks. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, I just like, can't wait. This needs to do right now. Are we on it? Far away from this topic as possible. Brandon, what's a brand band you really want to see? Well, uh, let's see. Well, that one, the singer died. Uh, oh, what? I'm curious. Mikey, you found it? Oh no, no, that was the Brandon. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. Oh yeah, yeah Brandon, I was gonna, is... I was gonna say Nicky Park, but you know how that one is right now. Uh, mm-hmm. We all know what happened there. You still see him? They're yeah. probably still gonna be doing shit. Uh, no, yeah, they, they the band has stopped. The, mo- the most that happens now is uh, Mike Shinoda does a does a solo tour, yeah. which I want to go to. I do want to see. You know Mike. He's going to. I, I will see. I do want to see Mike because he himself his stuff is pretty good on his own as his solo stuff and all that. But oh fuck that dude! As for a band that I want to see right now, it would kind of have to be a tie between uh, Star Set and Slipknot. Dude, and I what really the spectrum. Dude, I yeah, really I hope. I really See, hope both? the pandemic doesn't stop the doesn't stop Knotfest. I really hope because I, I want you to see. You're it live. telling me. I want you guys to go to that. You're show. telling oh me. I have the tickets. I am. Mm, I want this to go through. I made sure to get both fucking vaccines, and not be a <laughs> dickiness about not getting them. But I swear, if this xenomorph right now, he's I ready. swear, if this fucking pandemic picks up again and cancels or pushes back Knotfest, I will be so sad. At least if it's only pushed back, you can still keep your ticket and it will still be valid. If they refund it, it's like okay, it's chalked. That's how I am right now. With funny, you said Star Set. Uh, Star Set is actually going on tour with uh, the Word Alive. Yeah, I, I, I do. Oh, no way. I need yeah. a, oh, dude, that's a good show. I already bought my yeah. tickets. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I have Fuck. no idea if they're anywhere near where I am, but I I do hope that they come out here. Because I definitely want to buy tickets for those guys, too. Yeah, Star Set and The Word Alive. There's also a Shadows Fall concert that I already have tickets to, but it's not happening until November, December time. And then the other one that I'm looking forward to is uh, Limp Biscuit and Spirit Box. Yo, right, dude, Adrian didn't believe me when I told him that was a thing. <laughs> yeah, that's a weird lineup. Oh, yeah, it is. But everybody's, like, going on. There's been several articles. Like, dude, have you seen Fred Durst's uh, uh, physical transformation? He looks so different now. I saw it, and I'm like, no, that's that's Fred Durst. I recognize that hat. Yeah, he just looks like Fred Durst. He's Fred Durst default into greater Durst. <laughs> Fred Durst. <Dose. laughs> <laughs> Did you say Fred, Fred Doge? Doge? No, Dost. Oh, I thought you said Fred Doge. I'm sorry. Dude, Fred Durst, Fred Durst is, just, is just, just a treasure. He, he is just a treasure to rock music. It's like, well, with with Limp Bizkit, did, did anybody, maybe it's just me, but did anybody consider them like actually a part of the new metal genre? Or was it just, hey, this just kind of sounds cool and it's a bop? Oh, they're 100% new metal. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Okay, yeah, because I, I mean, would listen. That's to, the way it goes. 
Well, the first time, what? like, when I first saw the whole, uh, like, oh, chocolate starfish, um, I, I did <laughs> not know what that was when he said chocolate starfish for years. DJ, I hope you don't mind, but that is the perfect transition into the question I've been dying to ask <laughs> all day. <laughs> <laughs> it's like absolutely the epitome. Audience, take notes. This is how you present. Um, I gotta ask, guys, because we all listen to different styles and genres. If you can, like, pick your most, and I mean metal loosely, like the one that just gets you pumped up and ready to go, like, to face the day, no matter the odds, what is your favorite, like, lyric or verse from any of these bands we've talked about? The one that just gets you fired up? Anybody... Oh, I know DJ. the answer immediately. No, does that have to be from a band that we, that we spoke about? Because I might need a minute. No, just no, any band. Not. Like, any bands in these genres that, like, because I, I don't want to go too long-winded here because I listened to some stuff actually on day of recording from D. Snyder and uh, Jose Mangan that just hit me right in the heart. And I want to know what, like, gets you fired up from these genres. Because I have listened to a full interview today that blew my fucking mind because I had Jamie, jo- Jamie Just a Corpse Grinder, Mick Foley of WWE, Oh my god! <laughs> Jose Mangan, and we won't go off on that tangent because there's going to be a whole other episode by itself, I'm sure. But um, what like lyric or verse that of any of these styles or genres of artists just fucking hits you right in the heart? Oh, I know mine already. It's Samurai Spirit from Rise of the North Star. The whole song, I'm sure. Yeah, I, I, mine, mine would be. Yeah. It's not even really a lot. Hold up, guys! Hold up! Hold up! Hold up! DJ was going. We lost right, DJ. Right. Let's get back to DJ. Oh, I'm still trying. I'm still trying to think because, like, I oh, listen to several. A minute, Mikey. What I, I st- like I listen oh, to several I, genres, and I'm trying to find like that one band that has that one line where I'm just like, mm, yeah. I apologize. I misheard him. All right, Frazier, you're up. So my, you were here for this, and it wasn't even really. It is a lyric. Uh, it's like a, a line in the song, but it was when we saw Hollywood Undead at Aftershock, and they pulled that little kid up on stage to announce the name of the song. Oh my god. Yeah. You know the name of the song? I gotta ask now. Yes. Yes, I do know the name of the song. It's uh, Coming in Hot. Coming in Hot, motherfuckers. So they have a seven year old kid literally get up on stage and they're like, I'm gonna tell you how to say that. And this little kid, like seven years old, grabs the mic and goes, This next song is like, Coming in Hot, motherfuckers. And of course, the entire, like basically everyone at Aftershock just goes absolutely crazy for it. And they go right into the song. Oh, yeah. This kid is just dancing up on stage, having the time of his life. His dad was I'm so, so jealous. Yeah, I know. So, little funny thing, too, is one of our buddies, Aaron, uh, was with us that day. And me and Mikey looked at each other because Aaron's a little shorter than both, is a little shorter than both of us. He's a lot shorter than both of us. Okay, I was going to try to be nice, but okay. You ain't going to listen to the podcast. <laughs> that is true. I'm not sure he even gets internet where he lives. Yeah, I know. But so he's shorter than this. Me and Mikey in unison look at each other and go, swear to God, that's Aaron getting pulled up on stage at like this little kid over here is having a time of his life. We're going to lose our shit. God, I remember that. <laughs> Since we got that vivid memory, visceral memory out of my head once again. <laughs> Adrian, why has it got to be Samurai Spirit? I was just, I respect it, but man, that's a bold answer. I uh, dude, and I knew it. Imme- you ever just listen to Samurai Spirit on a bad day? Yeah, and I honestly no <laughs> shit. I feel like that delinquent oh. that would punch somebody in the throat. I yeah, you know it. 
<laughs> I just love that song, dude. I know. I mean, I know exactly what it's the song, but like, fuck, you know. Uh, are we still waiting on DJ? Dude, I'm torn. He's still going. I am so. I'm so. You want torn. more time? I have one. All right, go for it, Mikey. Yeah, right, go ahead and go. <laughs> Don't dress out, DJ. It's just a question. It's literally a throwaway thought I had while puffing fumes at work. Not intentionally. There were I spilled <laughs> a gas tank. Long story. Not getting into it. <laughs> I had to evacuate the room. A whole ordeal. Anyways. <laughs> Man, I don't even. I, this is gonna sound kind of edgelord. I don't give a shit. Winds of motherfucking plague. Oh, has, yes. Oh. <laughs> has a song called "Blood of My Enemies," and I absolutely. I a lot of people didn't like that album because it was a style change. I loved it. It was very metalcore and it just hits all the right notes for me personally. But they have a song called "Blood of My Enemy," and it comes in super heavy at one point, and it says. There is a fate that is worse than death, and that is living your life on your knees with a heart full of regret. It is simple. It it is cheesy. I will give it that. But it is real shit. There is nothing worse than just thinking back on what could have been, what should have been. Bend that motherfucker. This is your life. You only get one of them. And from little decisions to trying new things or going new places to how this fucking podcast was created as a joke around session with some friends says, fuck it, why won't you do that? Let's do it together. I, I got Crab on the phone. He'll get us all set up in like two hours. And guess what? Here we are, motherfuckers. Yeah, especially, <laughs> especially since this is something that we that we spoke about for a while. Like We we definitely have the ability to, to do this because to us, it's just, hey, we're, we're just kind of bullshitting. And now we're recording us bullshitting. Yeah, this is an yeah. Amazon microphone and a, Jesus Christ, 28 ounce that uh, went down on a Friday night. So <laughs> we uh, sent it. So what about you, Brandon? Because DJ sounds like he's still conflicted. I don't know, DJ, you still good? Are you hanging in there? I'm stuck between two just because when DJ is got options. All right. I, would, I don't remember the exact lyrics, but I know when they Fair come phrase. up. I know when they come up in the song, and it is a song called Cronus by Kill the Lycan. And it is, like, halfway through the song, there's a breakdown, and that right before the breakdown, it's um there's these lyrics that really, like, just hit really hard. It's, it's, right, at, it's right at the breakdown, and I always love hearing that song just because I don't know. It's like that hit of new metal with Screamo. And it's honestly, uh, I love that song. I've been listening to it for like three, four years and still love hearing it every time. It gets me pumped for the day, like fucking, I don't know, on my way to work or something. I just love hearing that song right before I just get going with my day hell yeah dude mad respect dude and that's honestly yeah. what it, i don't drink coffee i listen to motherfucking metal in the morning exactly yes yes brandon gets it his first show it's gonna be that meme of man that kid doesn't hit puberty his balls drop like thunder <laughs> All right. so again the main man i could not 
I could not pick between these two because uh, when it comes when it comes to when it comes to lyrics, because I do pay attention to lyrics, and sometimes there's just that one song or songs that when you listen to it, when the time is right, it hits correctly. Mm-hmm. You know, you know what I'm mm-hmm. talking about. And uh, the first one for me was actually the uh, the entire chorus to the song. Funny, we, we spoke about them earlier. The song My Demons by uh, by Starset. Really? Oh, yeah. wow. Did not because, that. I mean, it's a good one. It is a very good one. It's a very good one. Saying, like, all right, this is going to push me through the day. It'd be something like, all right, I'm halfway through the day. I need something to keep me even. Especially with that song, I like I again. I'm not wanting to put a downer on the podcast. I've, I've been through a shit ton. I'm ha- I'm I'm happy where I am now as a human being, but there was definitely like a like one or two people that when I was in my darkest times, this is where like they were in my corner at all times, and especially that line of "You take the pain away, 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 away." I'm like, dude, these guys make me feel better. I'm I'm. I feel happier now just because they're here. So it, it always that that always felt nice. And then the other one would be the entire chorus to uh, the Diary by Hollywood Undead. Ooh, yo, actually, that is true. That wow, is a we, very good chorus. That's a deep one. We just dropped Hollywood Undead on this episode, folks. Let's fucking go. Because yeah, I do, I, I definitely, I, I appreciate a song that can basically <clears throat> talk about what I'm feeling or sing about what I'm feeling. That's why I have some of these bands that, even though I don't listen to them as often as I would say, you know, your Lamb of Gods or your, or, 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 or any, any metal genre under the sun. But for some of the, uh, for some of these bands, uh, Hollywood Undead, uh, including, they just have the ability to say what I'm feeling when I'm feeling it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know? Oh, yeah. So that's that's what I love about especially those two songs. It's yeah, this is this is my go to if I'm not having, you know, the the most fantastic day. I can listen to these two songs. It's like, all right. All right. I got it out. I listen. I listen to it. Here we go. It's time to it's time to pull ourselves out of this out of this rut. And that's what I love about music that's what i love about rock music <laughs> rock music has the ability to pull you out of whatever the hell you want and then as soon as you're done listening to the heartfelt shit you put on indians the war dance by anthrax and then you run around fair, fair enough. Yeah. dj hit me with throwbacks yeah right, especially well, that um then my demons went sorry to cut in there but that my Angry. demons starts i want to hear from you you're a jack i do too yeah yep yeah. in a non-creepy way going <laughs> <laughs> yeah those those songs for me hit different they uh, they hit different and they they hit correctly when 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 it's needed and we all we all have that we're all humans we all listen to music and we all have those bands or at least those songs maybe even a playlist of like this is what i need to listen to if i need a refresher yeah yeah 100 yeah. percent so oh, I feel weird man. not knowing that I'm the only person that doesn't like Hollywood Undead here. <laughs> I, mean, I will say I. <laughs> I mean, I, I love them. Um, more their older stuff than newer, but I do enjoy Hollywood Undead. Dude, only album I know yeah. is Swan Songs. 
that's the only album I know is Swan Songs, but that album was was great. It was banger. I think my favorite from them is Black Delilah. Uh, Delilah. Uh, Dahlia. Dahlia. There you go. I can't say shit. I my brain's been not functioning today at all. I was about to say, how are you gonna say Delilah? Do you listen to to Black Delilah Murder? Maybe. <laughs> oh, that's a favorite song. Black Delilah. Murder Don't you maybe. come at me with that bullshit, <laughs> DJ. <laughs> Yeah, Black, Black Dahlia murder is fucking sick. I'm surprised yeah. we didn't touch about them. <laughs> and they're going on tour too. I can talk forever about Black Dahlia. Yeah, Dude, I, I fucking love them. I think they're sick. Favorite, favorite song by them is What a Horrible Night to Have a Curse. Hands down. Ooh. Okay, let's not get, we get lost. Yeah, but let's not do that. We're running up on our time, folks. We have exactly enough for one more question. And this is something I wanted to do. And. I know the boys have some genuine good input on this one. Guys, if there's a band out there that you think is underrated and doesn't have enough, who would you shut out? Like, And and why, obviously. And if you guys don't want to go first, I'd, I'll have mine on deck ready to roll. Okay, yeah, you asked. Go for it. Uh-oh, I got, I'll go, and then someone told me to go. <laughs> Where are we going? No, I'll go. I go for it, each. Just something quick. I mentioned them earlier. Uh, this band called uh, Silent Civilian, very, very good uh, metalcore band. I they uh, they their sound is sick, and their uh, their lead singer is actually the old lead singer from the band Spineshank. For those that know Spineshank. No shit. No shit. Okay. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Dude, shoot well, me a link uh, after this episode. Definitely. I need yeah. to hear this too. Yeah, I, yeah. I recommend the song Rebirth of the Temple. And in that music video, he actually has, rest in peace him, he actually has Wayne Static in the music video, too. Wow. Uh, all right, yeah. All right, that's it for me. All right, Mikey? Uh, uh, you want to be Yeah, well, I mean, I've already kind of, like, shouted out my band was a never. Again, they're just one of those oh, you don't... Hey, never's fantastic, dude. Yeah. They are, they are super good. good. Yeah. I just yeah. and the people and the, and the guys in the band are all really cool guys too. Yeah, Super you young guys, too. Those um, kids got some yeah. talent. They're, they're younger yeah. than us. <clears throat> yeah, they're about my right. age. Yeah. But yeah, for you and for Brandon and DJ, they're a local band. Like I think they're Sacramento based, correct? Am I correct? No, no. they're uh, Santa Cruz. Yes, Santa Cruz. Um, That's some, still pretty local to us. You guys should send yeah. a link. I kind of want to hear uh, this guy's. I think uh, for the audience. Like, we can take care of our boys, but for the audience, I'd recommend King of Nothing by Never. Or yes. that'll get you started. And the way you spell Never is A and then Never. Because sometimes it's just, I don't know if I Onward. say Yeah. If it's a, if I, the way I say it, it makes it sound weird. Well, they say a Never, and then they say A Never. It's, you know how artists are when they try to find their identity. Sometimes things get weird. It yeah. do be like that sometimes. That's not me doing anything. I had a mild flashback when we talked about it never I haven't seen those guys in so long <laughs> I want to see him again uh, Brandon do you got anybody or are we jumping to me uh, well I was, I've already mentioned them in the last question but I'm gonna just say kill the lichen they are and I've been listening to for a couple years now They're, they are um, some of their songs hit like a niche audience and some of them are actually pretty deep or dark but I will suggest Cronus by Linkin Park. Oh, I'm sorry, 
kill the lichen. I almost said lichen pride. You heard that shit? <laughs> you did. You did say I, I almost, did. yeah. <laughs> but um, kill the lichen, Cronus, there's a great star to that band, and I would suggest them to anyone. Hell right, yeah, man. I already like the names, I gotta so check I'm going to have to look them up. Yeah, we're going to have to all do this afterwards. Our Discord's about to be a bunch of bands none of the other of us have ever heard of. <laughs> and I I hope the audience's life is like that, too. They're just like, well, now I have to see them. <laughs> like, if, you, if, you're into the, if you're into the metal slash metalcore scene, uh, I definitely recommend any of the bands that we're going to that we're gonna listen to. Or that we uh, that we've listed just because hey if we if we fuck with it and you and you like this genre you'll you'll more than likely like it too. Uh, I don't know about my suggestion, but okay. Oh god, are you gonna do like cattle decapitation? No, they're all right. Yeah. No, well, since we're papers. on it, Adrian. Uh, mine is um. Okay, butcher babies is a gem. How dare you? Uh, mine is actually um. I know I told you about them, Mikey. They're called a Wake in Providence black metal band. I don't really like black metal too much, but when I do, oh. Okay, Dos Equis. What? Okay. That was a little. Right. That was funny. Hold on. Awake in Providence? Yeah. A space Wake in Providence. Okay. It can't be as I... bad as Babushka. Fair. <laughs> <laughs> Like I said, they're just one of those bands where I heard them once, and I'm like, I, I love them. There's just something about their energy. I believe, if I remember correctly, the one that I first heard was called A Darkened Gospel, if I'm not mistaken. And I've been hooked on them ever since. All it takes is that one Spotify recommendation, and that's all there is to it. Oh, yeah. I would say Infinite Annihilator, but I feel like they're a little too popular. <laughs> They actually have a surprising following. It's kind of ridiculous. It really is. For a deep fried <laughs> shit posting band, they do really well. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. Also, no. I just realized something now that I was thinking about how they look. None of us mentioned that we dressed up for this episode. Oh, no, we didn't. Let's do uh, it right now. Adrian, start us off. Yo, black skinny jeans, red. <laughs> Gee, I can't even say this. Red button up flannel with only the top button. I'm that kind of guy. <laughs> All right. <laughs> and me right now, I'm wearing uh, red flannel with cut off sleeves and, hey, a, and yeah. a Judas Priest t shirt with cut off sleeves and overalls. Yo. Brandon, Brandon let's go. Carry um, Blue denim jeans with a fucking black shirt. Fucking. <laughs> Got OG. Classic rock look. Damn. Classic. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Free. Got cargo shorts on with a Winds of Plague t shirt. Let's go. That's a working man right there. Yeah. It's a real man. And then, last but not least, Mikey. I got my favorite black cargo shorts on. Wearing the boots, committed to the bit, and baby metal band shirt that took months to import from Japan, and my battle my battle vest, battle jacket, however you choose to address it, oh, completely yeah. covered in patches with a one-off, one-of-one, Born of Osiris custom back patch. Man, that guy was sick. Or, fellas, I, I, I just want to point this out right now. I think because 
this this felt nice, at least to me. This felt nice to talk about it. But I know we didn't get to actually explore other genres. We were mainly focusing on what got us into the scene. I think we mm. could do another episode of this and go more genre specific. Don't you think? I would yeah. 100%. Our favorite, our favorite pits and whatnot. Yeah. I'm so down for more metal talks. Well, I, we can't even say that. Metal perspectives because we're coming from a lot of different sides here. That is yeah. true. That's true. But and part then, two, definitely. And then audience, uh, for you guys, what I want you guys to do, because this has been a real eye-opener, uh, based off of the, the question that Mikey asked earlier, I want you to leave a comment saying your favorite lyric by your favorite band. I want to hear it. I want to. I want to. I want to read it because then this way, if it's something that I don't know, I would love to check it out. I would yeah. love to check out what uh, what our fan base listens to. Right. I'm curious because who who listens to us? That's concerning in the first place. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's already uh, uh, a red flag. Yeah. Right. But I would love to know like what music y'all listen to uh the song the artist and uh your maybe your favorite lyric by them from your favorite song or just the song in general I'd, I'd love to give it a listen and might expand my my spectrum of uh, rock that i listen to and it doesn't even have to be rock music it could be anything I, i'll true. still give it a try yeah, by and, the way, uh, if you're that, here no. listening to us from dirtle kingdom shout out to you shout out dirtle oh, no kingdom shit. shout out dirtle kingdom you're, You're the deep. man, Dirtle. I am so sorry for spamming your chat. <laughs> <laughs> you should be. Jesus. You really should be. That was incredibly rude. All I was right. Say Bef- mean things. Before we get too sidetracked again, I'm going to do my suggestion and we'll wrap this bad boy up because we've been talking for a hot minute, folks. Hell yeah. Nah, that's fine. Brandon's going to cut half of it. <laughs> <laughs> I doubt it. Um. <laughs> quickest shout out I could possibly mention wouldn't do him justice so Prison from out in Florida they're very hard to look up because there's surprisingly a lot of bands named Prison or themed around it usually gotta look up Prison FL and that'll usually bring you to them they are some of the most real down to earth people their lyrics aren't about the brutal apocalypse of all mankind it's about the problems and things that face real people every single day stuff is absolutely heavy and I just don't think there's enough people in the world listening to him because they can relate to more more people than these mainstream mainstream artists who talk about all this and that and build this grand illusion. This is real music coming from real hearts and I couldn't I wouldn't have enough time to say enough nice things about these guys. So I recommend you check them out. And with oh, that note Real quick, I think one more time, say the name say the name one more time. Prison and usually got to look them up as Prison FL because there's a lot of prison bands out there or Prison Florida, whichever one's easier for you. You heard that, audience? Prison FL. Check them out. And with that, I think we're going to be closing out for the evening, folks. Let's get a last round from all of our favorite people saying good night with DJ taking the first round. Hi, send them a send us off, DJ. Everybody. Have a good night. If you listen to rock music, hell yeah, brothers. Got the horns raised up for you. If you don't listen to rock music, I heavily recommend it. Everybody have a good evening on my end. All Bye right. Guys. Frazier. Ooh, right on point. I didn't even need to say your name. You're good. No. <laughs> <laughs> After Frazier, let's get Adrian out of here. 
Well, I hope everyone has a good night. Seriously, try some new stuff. Again, you hear from Dirtle. Shout out to you. Take care, everybody. Our Oso favorite, Brandon the Dravo, badass motherfucker Enriquez. Let's go. All right, guys. I'm gonna say a good night. Have a very pleasant fucking day. Honestly, check out any of these bands if you haven't heard from them at all. I do recommend anyone that has an open ear to any types of music just check out anything you never know when you could find that one band that you adore from the start hell yeah man hell yeah and a final note for me ladies and gentlemen thank you for your time please give anybody we get we named a shout out please teach us what you like and always remember the rule of the pit is the rule of life if you see somebody who's down you pick them the fuck up good night everyone